Okay, no jokes. jokes. Go. Now you're hurting me. Now hurting all jokes me. all the time. All, all jokes. jokes. The chicken crossed the road. Oh, that's I love the... that one. <laughs> I've run that's out not of... the funny part. <laughs> I had so many jokes. Just wait till you hear about how it got <laughs> to the other side. He... <laughs> he, he, he just the ha, I love that one. <laughs> Trail off. <laughs> so great. Really strong. Really... Uh... All right. <laughs> Tonight on Rogue Padred, it's not the engine size that counts. Mr. Leo Organa, name drops galore, and por no, nope, I messed it up already. Por no los dos. <laughs> great, we're doing great. This is Rogue Leader, all wings report in. Rogue 6, standing by. Rogue 7, standing by. Rogue 9, standing by. Rogue 3, standing by. Don't wanna hear Listeners. That means why not both for why our non-Spanish speaking audience members? Yeah. Or people who If you don't know what Porqueno really Lostos means at this point. Um, you probably don't live in America or Spain. Oh Mexico. That's true. But I was thinking <laughs> Taco Bell. If you live in America and don't know what that means, uh, then you've never seen a Taco Bell commercial, and that's a crime. <laughs> That's a crime. Yeah, that, the U.S. <laughs> government will imprison Bell? you for not having seen Taco Bell commercials. <laughs> it's a Taco Bell commercial, isn't that um? It's a it's a taco soft. It's a it's like a taco. It's, it's shell Odell Paso, isn't it? Yeah, it's a shell. Yeah, because we have that brand here as well. Yeah, because it's the. I'm so tired. Yeah. Please, do we yeah, make we have, we have soft tacos? tacos. <laughs> or do we make hard tacos? And the girls like Burkina Faso. Yeah, um, we have we have that in English here. They lift her up as a parade, and so like even again, even if you don't live in America, that's a meme on Twitter for a decade. So <laughs> anyway. Hello, Glisters. Welcome to <laughs> Season 25, Mission 3, Episode 188 of Rogue Padron. This has been your meme literacy lesson for this episode. Yep. Please make sure you are up and literate on all memes if you intend to listen to this podcast going forward. Don't let your memes be dreams. Uh, mm. And tonight, we'll be discussing The Princess and the Scoundrel, Chapters 13 through 18. But before that, a quick reminder of your hosts. If Ash Rug 9 was a virtual workspace solution, <laughs> <laughs> they would be Spoogle Meats because I just wanted to taunt them with Spoogle. <laughs> Spoogle. They are giggling right now, so I feel very vindicated. I got what I wanted out of this. Every time. <laughs> Spoogle. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> so, i know why it's because it's hilarious <laughs> yeah <laughs> spoogle my face just got really red from the oh god <laughs> i was just like what do you need meat for it took me a second <laughs> so 
Afro Seven would be <laughs> Cisco WebEx because it's a little elite and mostly for nerds. <laughs> Heath Rogue like Three. Elite. Yeah. Heath Rogue Three would be Skype because it's busted, but still full of fond memories. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's an epic it. description of Heath. I love it. <laughs> Listen, Skype was around before like everything else, and it yeah, it was it tripped at the finish line. Yeah, their development team was not on top of like the pandemic. They got bought, it, they got they bought by Microsoft decades. and gave up. They had decades to prepare for the pandemic. We recorded this very podcast on Skype for years until 2020 when Zoom was like, "We're better." And we we're like, "Great, great." Holy We've fuck, been I forgot waiting. God. <laughs> I forgot. I've been paying thirty five dollars a year for the Skype plug-in recorder app. God. <laughs> oh God, I remember. Anyway, Skype. And that's sucks, now seven more pints of Ben and Jerry's in my freezer. So <laughs> every year, it's so much more worth it. Danny Rogue Six would be Zoom because they are hit for the youths, and there's like a really blurry line between uh, using it for work and personal. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> what are you suggesting? I mean, what are we recording this on right now? It sure is. Uh, <laughs> sure, this guy sure says Pratt in the corner. <laughs> um, Got it. <laughs> and I'm Mac Rug Leader, and I would be go to meeting, which no one knows about anymore because it's fucking ancient. <laughs> yep, I sure don't know about it. Oh, fucking go to meeting. That's what we did. <laughs> That's what we did before all of these video conferencing solutions <laughs> that was the video conferencing solution <laughs> log into your go-to meeting uh speaking of video conferencing solutions i have a question about star wars okay all right um i feel like it needs to be an and i don't actually have a question so i'm trying to think of one and i feel like it needs to be andor related because i think andor comes out next week uh it comes out wednesday. on wednesday which is when jujutsu kaisen zero comes out on Crunchyroll. yeah so we'll so, either be watching say it with me now friends jujutsu kaisen zero and, and or, or. And or. <laughs> uh my question is so should, should, should we kick danny off of the podcast for Andor, or are there <laughs> other um, more egregious offenses they've committed over the years <laughs> They're definitely more egregious offenses. Remember when we used to fire Danny all the time? Maybe the 200th yeah. episode should just be you all giving your list of grievances. <laughs> it's, just, it's the roast of Danny. Let's do the festivist. Spoiler episode. alert, I'm not planning to die unexpectedly anytime soon, so you're not going to get to do it at a funeral. <laughs> Let's do a festivist episode about Danny. God. Maybe that's our Christmas special this year. Yeah, maybe. Drapers <laughs> involved. Yeah. Give everyone the chance. Uh, Ash, did you come up with a question? You no, I didn't. My brain is so broken today. Um, oh, I have a <laughs> So it looks like the Rogue Squadron movie is just not happening now. Yeah. Great. What is the dumbest reason you can think of for why they canceled that movie? Uh, the Red Eye Jedi. <laughs> yeah they're already starting to plan rogue squadron 2 and they're away oh wait the source material for this is not good yeah it's because Crime they it. didn't know that corn horn was actually going to be introduced in canon via obi-wan and they're like fuck shit we gotta rewrite the entire backstory so they just canceled it <laughs> like shit we have to use corn now now we're good we're good 
They spent too much time trying to design a Z-Wing and gave up. Z-Wing. Gross. Staff stole mine and I'm mad. Um, Uh, I was just going to say they read the rest of Cornhorn's story and were like, eh, maybe not. Um, (laughs) They were casting for Wiz Jensen and then they discovered that Wiz is already an intellectual property that's been copyrighted many years ago. And so therefore (laughs) they don't have the rights to it. Yeah, they really fucked up on that one. Who copyrighted mm. Wiz Jensen? Not, not just Wiz. <laughs> oh. The Wiz is a Wizard of Oz. Oh, musical. the Wiz. Yeah. You know how Wiz Jensen always goes around saying, "Hey, it's me, the Wiz." <laughs> Wiz. Oh. <laughs> I don't, it's copyrighted. You don't think he does that. <laughs> I will say, speaking of Rogue Quadrant, I know we talked about it on the show, but I still get uh, ridiculously happy about how they managed to get Yub Yub Commander in there. It makes yeah. me feel really makes good me very happy. Yeah. Makes me feel really good about life. That like maybe sure the monkey paw is always curling fingers, but sometimes it's okay. Sometimes we get a free one in there without yeah. Every now and then, every now and then the monkey forgets to 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 curl a finger. Yeah, and it's a beautiful day. Yeah, it happens. Amazing. Yeah, I'm okay with uh I'm okay with military propaganda. The Star Wars movie not happening. I just think they need to stop announcing things. They really need to do a Nintendo and only announce it when the game's out. Yeah. When it's like, this game's coming out in two months. Have fun. Or like next year and we've already done all of the work for it. And now it's just like post-production, right? Not like theoretically we are having this movie sometime in the and slash have- or at least acknowledge when the oh i didn't even do that one on purpose <laughs> <laughs> i do use it in my did regular you? vernacular did it you because i wouldn't have said slash if i did it on purpose um they need to like when they announce these projects they need to not just like hope that no one will notice that it didn't come out like just give us an official cancel just like let us know there's yeah. been too many of them for them to just kind of they just kind of like Ugh. What what Rogue Squadron? You made a whole announcement video with like emotional music and Patty Jenkins talking about her dad in the Air Force. Like we're just gonna pretend like it never happened. We don't. We took that off of YouTube. Uh so there's no proof it ever existed. Did they actually? I don't know, but it seems like something they do. I'm fine with them not making this movie, to be perfectly honest. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it wasn't one else script. I mean, we got Rogue One. That was all we needed. I think they should have wrapped it up with that. I think the concept of a Rogue Squadron movie is cool. Like a fighter pilot Star Wars movie. It was just from the get from the jump, I was like, Patty Jenkins. That's I think who we're going they keep, with. They keep doing a thing where they get a director that everyone's really excited about. And then that director really fucks up their next two movies. And they're like, whoa, hang on. Because like it happened with Colin Trevorrow and it happened with Patty Jenkins and it happened with uh, What's-His-Face from Fantastic Four. Like it keeps happening to them. So the solution is that they have to hire directors who just produced a good movie then also pay them not to do any other projects until the Star Wars movie. That would be the really bad one. Or (laughs) hire a director that hasn't had like a major feature come out. Like, yeah, I don't know, like how movie. George oh, Lucas Oh, we got the actual solution here, Meg? Is that what we're doing? We're doing actual solutions I now? love actual solutions. <laughs> it's so interesting that so much of, like, movie marketing has to do with directors now. Because yeah, I didn't yeah. give a shit until very recently who directed a movie. <laughs> it's weird. 
I do uh, care who directs a movie, but not necessarily a Star Wars movie, as long as they're not shithead. They're um, so corporate and pre-scripted, and there's not tons of creative liberty you're going to get to take anyway. Just hire a guy. I don't know. Like... <laughs> I mean, aren't they all? I mean, all I have to do is find like an Andrew Unfortunately. guy. They said to find an Andrew guy and he doesn't use his first name. You got a guy. <laughs> God. Fuck, I'm going to change my name now. No. <laughs> I mean, do what you want, but. I'm going to change my middle name to guy, so I'll just be a guy. Hey, oh, I don't have to change I, my I whole can't name wait. Hey, Jefferson is a great name. <laughs> okay, well, uh, there. Hollywood. I mean, Saf guy is pretty good too. I'm not gonna lie. Saf guy. <laughs> like makes me think of a little Mario. Like do like Doom guy, but way less intense. <laughs> Doom guy, but less less shooty, less demons. Doom guy, but they really care about her Animal Crossing island. <laughs> That's a better character arc, honestly. Doom guy, but he just loves his ducks. He just loves... Meg, please start talking. <laughs> no, I'm gonna... You all did this. Seth, you all did this all my Actually, no, no, no. If I'm gonna change my name to anything that's uh, video game related, it's gonna be Sefter Chief, you know? <laughs> 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 you know what? I'm mad I don't actually use that in video games. I should use that in video games as my that name should, more often. That should be your, that should be that your, should be your gamer, gamer tag. tag. Yeah. It should be my gamer tag. Yeah. Please oh, change no. your Twitter name to Safter yeah. Chief. I'm yeah, changing my Twitter happening. name right now. Don't worry. Is that <laughs> okay? Well, while Saf is doing that, I guess we'll jump into chapter 13 of Two Princess, Two Scoundrel. Um, they are no longer on Endor, and my caring about this has waned, but it's still pretty good. Uh, still so fun. the Falcon is arriving in Chandrilla, and Han has capital R regrets because really all he wants. In a honeymoon, he can do from that pie-shaped bunk of the Falcon. Yeah, but dude, you could do it in a way more comfy bed. Yeah, and also on a beach. I mean, not like on a beach, but like yeah, by a beach. But like you could have beautiful beach views. Like, sure, you could lavender you could do be- that, like but- lavender ocean. Please, come on, has one lavender ocean. Got a guy. I appreciated X Wings in History pointed out to us this week that uh, she keeps saying pie-shaped because uh, the actual term would be wedge. <laughs> No one's allowed to say that. I they say when people, when people you say like a wedge shaped bedroom, they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like the man, like the man, <laughs> what like a beautiful wedge pilot wedge Like yeah. my f- my friend, <laughs> both Leia and Han's friend, making babies in the wedge shaped room. How and do you honor your friends? Imagine visiting not your friends by that, not by starship, that. and there's a room shaped like you. That's a murder. That. You're going to get murdered on that ship. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to take your skin and they're going to put it in the room. <laughs> they're going to hang it on the wall. <laughs> yeah, like, don't. <laughs> That's your lesson. Wedge Antilles in the corner. That's your lesson, listeners. No. <laughs> and don't um, do that. Don't do that. 
Uh, but Han's like, well, we'd have to drop off Chewbacca somewhere because he doesn't want Chewbacca listening in, I guess. Um, it's very busy in the space around Chandrilla. And they thankfully have Mon Mothra's special codes to like get in faster. And as they fly, Han gets sad about how flying with Chewie will never be the same. And he says, even when change was good, it made things different. He has like these weird assumptions that Leia's always going to be on the Falcon with them. And I'm like, dude, that's not how this works. Leia is barely on the Falcon with you right now. <laughs> like you can still go drive with your friend it's fine yeah she's not going to live on the falcon yeah she's not moving into the falcon, falcon. <laughs> just because you, you can still had, hang out with your buds it's okay <laughs> just because you haven't had like a, an address for a while doesn't mean that you're not gonna have one now you're Look, not like but i do i do get it i do get it if like you have a major change in your life it just yeah your it's gonna be different Yes. The, the alternative to Han wanting to live forever in the Falcon is Han wanting a sky house. So, like, <laughs> let's count our blessings here. The sky house he will not shut up about. Yeah. I love that sky house. It's, I mean, <laughs> wouldn't you? They get a bunch I of messages. <laughs> basically saying that they're late but of course they don't get these messages until they're like landing and, but thankfully Leia is ready to go, like already waiting by the door. And they're met by a slender logistics droid named D309, who is there to personally escort them to the Halcyon. Leia gives Chewie a tearful hug, and she thanks him for being there for her when she didn't know what to do and had no one else to turn to. Hana's, like, confused for a hot second, because when was Leia alone like that? And then, oh, oh, when he was frozen in carbonite. That makes right, me right, very right, right, sad. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Han is poor Han being like, wait, I didn't know they were this close. Oh, yeah. I mean, I really appreciate that they do talk about that. Like Han is actually very traumatized from that experience and feels unmoored. Like it also though, like really puts into perspective, like him and Leia for him, him and Leia started dating like two weeks ago. Yeah, she's listen. been loving them for like an extra year. Yeah, there listen, was, there was which honestly, years, that's the timeline was... that each of them needed to get to this point. So like, it works. But, but... there, there's, there was two years where they weren't dating, but were definitely right. had feelings for each other on yeah. Hoth and shit. So, but yeah. listen, sometimes time passes differently in the underdark, <laughs> and then when you get out, <laughs> you've actually been dating your boyfriend for six months and not two weeks. So it's fine. <laughs> I love Meg yeah. making references to our D&D campaign Sometimes that no that one happens. else knows any of the details about. Uh, if no they read my Twitter, they do. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's okay, listeners. Half of our quadrant doesn't either. Um, what was I going to say? I'm in charge. Um, fuck, I lost it. You threw me off with that. <laughs> I think Han was like super very much. I think Han only really needed two weeks to be like, yeah, I'm going to marry Leia. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knew pretty quickly that that was gonna. It's like it's like when you have um two friends who really like each other, and you're like, no, for ages they're gonna end up together, and eventually they do, and then they just move in immediately. Like it's like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that. Because that's an experience I definitely know and didn't just make. <laughs> Mm-hmm. it feels like a thing it is it is it yeah is. it usually is with lesbians yeah 
yeah, yeah, I was about yeah. to say yes. I, I do have basically a stereotype. So yes, I am familiar with that experience. No, I, I do actually. I do actually have a lesbian couple in my life who are like that. And Han yeah. is basically a lesbian. He's just a dude, you know. <laughs> I mean, look at that vest. Yeah, look at the vest. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, he loves women. He's almost there. <laughs> uh, D three nags Han about the Falcon and. Uh, <laughs> Leia has to step in to tell them to compare engine sizes later. And Han says that it's not about the engine size. It's about speed. Uh, and just big emoji eyes at that entire I really wanted to know, because he started the whole, he started like the Falcon ran. And I really wanted to know what number he was going to give this time. Who knows? It ran, he, it ran the castle run in like two parsecs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like it just I keeps getting lower her. every time. <laughs> Falcon has become the castle run. <laughs> yeah. I am the castle run. <laughs> I am all the castle runs. <laughs> On wood. D3 starts just walking away with Leia and Han takes a moment to hug Chewie who asks him something that only gets the response of a gentleman never tells but like when has Han since ever been when since when has Han ever been a gentleman like what are you talking about I think so what the hell to- is Chewie asked in this situation to get that response like now when they're saying goodbye <laughs> but it's I also kind of do a feel like Han very much would have this attitude with Leia because yeah. I think at this point, he's still very much like, that's a princess. She's my wife, but that's still a princess. <laughs> Chewie's like, oh, you're going to have fun on your honeymoon? And Han's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, I don't what have do you mean fun. By fun. Me? Sex? I'm, no. I'm Han Solo, please. <laughs> Han gets knocked into by some kids and he watches them play and have fun. And he gets super emotional. How probably even the kids could tell that the pressure of the Empire has been lifted. And that like, their screams weren't of torture. It was of joy. Boy. Yay. Love the, joy. All these rebels are going to need Han Solo <laughs> is super traumatized. Yeah, and I I'm, mean, uh, yeah. I, uh, I hate I was, to say that I'm here for it, but I am here for it. I'm here for it. Uh, I was telling dinner leader about this and they pointed out that pretty much the last thing Han experienced was torture before going into carbonite. So like that's very fun and cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is very fun and cool. Um, and uh, let's see. He's, uh, Han starts to fantasize about how nice everything is and how maybe he and Leia could like settle down summer nice like this uh but then d3 asks if he intends to have younglings with leia and han fully freaks out and just storms off <laughs> what younglings i don't what it's warm in here who said anything about younglings it's so warm in here <laughs> who was thinking about younglings not me not definitely not me thinking about what it'd be like to have kids and be a dad bye <laughs> d3 is like you're looking at those kids with such a pathetic paternal gaze like definitely not a deep definitely not not a deep-seated desire i've had for a very long time probably that just recently came to the surface because i just got married not at all (laughs) it's fine don't worry about it is it really hot in here it's really warm in here you can't give a paternal gaze if you're not a pattern i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) is it really hot in here and d3's like we're outside d3's (laughs) like i'm a droid i can't register that (laughs) we're outside snowing it is not hot in here objectively it is 60 degrees in here 
I mean, that's hot over here. 60 degrees Fahrenheit in here. <laughs> uh they board Captain Dicto's personal shuttle, which even... <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't prepared to hear that name yep. out loud. Take a minute Dicto. to acknowledge. <laughs> it has... Listen, he gets a different name later that's worse. Um, but they get, they board Captain <laughs> yeah, Dicto. Yeah, can't wait for the, when we get to Captain Penis. Uh, they get to Captain Dicto's personal shuttle, which even Han admits to himself is pretty choice. But the Falcon is like just as safe and comfortable, damn it all. And he like, keeps Han. saying that, but the Falcon literally broke as they were trying to get out here. <laughs> they couldn't get to Endor Listen, in one go. <laughs> as an owner of a of a shitbox car, it's comfortable. That I love dearly. It's don't safe. talk shit about my car i talk shit about my car but you can't talk shit about we've my had car. such vastly different experiences with driving shitbox cars and that i truly hated the one i was driving yeah. but also for one thing it wasn't mine and for another thing it was a bmw so you know yeah oh bmws i uh, might horrible, have to horrible. i might have to hotwire the car every time i want to turn it on but that's between me and god <laughs> that's between you and the car yeah it's fine I remember when I had to, to unlock the steering wheel because the pin that locked the steering wheel with the key, you know how when you turn the key, it's meant to unlock it. Yeah. Uh, that wouldn't unlock properly, so I had to like wiggle the key in the steering wheel to unlock the steering wheel. I took it into the mechanic at some point and told him about it. He was like, you are not driving a death trap. <laughs> Matt, I just, listeners, I need you to know that Meg is looking at me with such parental disgust Meg right is so now. horrified that for a moment I thought that she had frozen. My my parental instinct is jumping right now. <laughs> you driving these death traps. It's not a death trap. The wheel did fly off of it at one point and nearly kill my mom, but that's a death <laughs> Hey, Ash, next time you're trying to make the case that it's not a death trap, don't immediately follow it with that anecdote. <laughs> with it being a death, that's something out of Final Destination. Like, going, what the fuck are you talking about? It was going down a hill, and the wheel legitimately flew off of the car. Cars are supposed to be able to go down hills. <laughs> like, this is not like, this is... Safely. You've never, you've never been able to go down hills safely. That's a key function of a car, actually. <laughs> yeah, I just had three wheels for a One bit. One of the most important ones. <laughs> for a bit? Like a few seconds before it veered okay, off. Okay, I was like, we were just driving around with three wheels for a few weeks. No, like, it veered off into a ditch and then it wasn't a car that could move anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You've truly never been more more Han Solo than in this moment. Yeah, truly. Oh my god. Okay, let's keep going. All I'm uh, saying is I understand. Uh, <laughs> when they see the house. Okay, so I have I have Grievous, my coffin representation. You have Han Solo for shitty car representation. <laughs> for loving your shitty car representation. And colorblind representation. We gave them yeah. that last week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a lot of Han in this it's book. It's true. I am Han Solo. More Han Solo. <laughs> Congratulations. When they see the Halcyon, Han is impressed. There are 13 engines, which seems like a weird thing that they mentioned so many times. <laughs> Definitely it's a not. Huge, like, here's Han being a nerd about engines. But well, like, D3 but also mentions them. They yeah. also get mentioned later. And like, that's some fucking Titanic vibes right here of being like. <laughs> that is some oh, foreshadowing. It is unsinkable. Oh, look at all these bulkheads we have. And it's like, why do you keep bringing up that there are 13 fucking engines? <laughs> 
How many are you going to fucking lose? 13 engines. How many can we lose before we go dead in the water is what I want to know. Um, but Leia, when Leia asks what Han thinks about the ship, he says, I suppose it'll be okay, which is famous last words. In the next chapter. Wow, I love how in one bullet point we've just in, completely turned this into space Titanic. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> this is all I'm trying to do. Um, they board the Halcyon and are guided into the atrium, which what looks, which with this, what? Sorry, I'm still <laughs> the last thought. It's it's gist it's gist shaped atrium. Yeah, sorry, you gonna kill all the gifts. Oh, I'm even further than that. I'm I'm just picturing this book ending with like a piece of space debris with Leia like on top of it and Han like hanging off the side. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, they've been married for like a day. <laughs> Um, <laughs> they board the Halcyon and are guided into the atrium with what looks like the rests of the guests and they're offered some Tristal wine and while Leia accepts her glass she thinks about the last time she had a bottle of green wine and had been with her family a private celebration of a little win against the Empire ouch and she switches glasses with Han once he finishes his because she knows as sweet as the wine is going to be it'll still taste bitter on her tongue it is really funny to me that keeps specifying that they made with green grapes. And I'm like, yes, so is white wine. <laughs> yeah, grapes are, a lot of grapes are green, actually. Green grapes aren't that special. Just because you call them an emerald. That's just amazing, you know, green grapes. That's just grapes. I... Scrapes. Uh, and I have to say. Make them fucking like purple. Or something. Well, no, yeah, grapes are purple too. Grapes are purple. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they managed to choose the other color that grapes are. Uh, and may I just say, yo, Captain Dicto, hit me up. Um, oh, yeah. And let me read this description of when we first see the Big Dora, you and me both here. Oh, hell you yeah. Great. <laughs> A tall human man strode out into the mezzanine, looking down Wait, at the crowd. Meg, I'm going to stop you here because i'm definitely gonna put sexy saxophone music underneath this oh. so i need to read i need you to read it as if that is the backdrop oh okay we're getting a little sultry then yeah yeah <laughs> Ooh, yeah i love a sultry make let me get one more sip of vodka here <laughs> i mean who among us <clears throat> i i very much want to go and grab some wine right now i'm not gonna lie which what, made of what kind of grapes <laughs> <laughs> okay it is it's white wine but it is made out of purple grapes nice <laughs> A tall, human man strode out into the mezzanine, looking down at the crowd gathered before him. He wore a captain's uniform, but more than that, his very presence demanded respect. His general appearance, average height, portly build, gray hair and pale eyes, would have made him seem grandfatherly at best. But he carried himself with such authority that none would dare be so informally presumptuous as to treat him as such. The man both looked as if he had a kind smile and as if he rarely used it. He did not have the same stern, cold authoritarianism as someone from the Empire, though. Rather, this man appeared to love nothing more than to do his job and erred on the side of staunch nobility rather than casual friendliness. I love that Meg and I are like, okay, average dude, but one, he's in a uniform, two, he has this quiet authority, three, 
there's the option of him giving you a kind smile rarely like rarely though so you know you know when you get it you've earned it it's true (laughs) validation that way me and meg me and meg are like i love him (laughs) what a guilt i mean i also also heard meg get very excited about the fact that he does his job yeah okay there's also there's also that he's really good at his job he's competent (laughs) he loves nothing more than to do his job (laughs) i hate i hate that also same Y'all need help. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I need, a, I need a. I need a Captain Daddy. You need a Captain. Need. Di- you need a Captain Dicto. <laughs> look, yeah. Look, we're saying that you don't need. You can just look. You can be average height and look fine. Yeah, but you do all those things, it's, and we will love you. It's all about everything else, right? Like looks don't matter yeah. that much. It's about how rare your kind smiles are. <laughs> yeah, and if you love, I'm doing sitting here giving y'all shit like I don't fall for the exact same. Yeah. My Lloyd Forger simpin ass. Like, yeah, like, get out of here. Uh, also, also the plus is that he's not like a shithead Im- imperial. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's always nice. I wouldn't like. So sometimes, sometimes the imperial thing, you know, broke for three. Oh, but you know, <laughs> you got to be super good to get past that for sure. Um, <laughs> so while Captain Daddy calls for a moment of silence. Ah. <laughs> yeah. You know what though? No, I prefer that. I prefer that. To <laughs> consider all that has been sacrificed and all that has been won now that peace spreads throughout the galaxy. Leia looks around at the other passengers and sees that there are affluent aristocrats, wealthy merchants, influential ce- celebrities. While she had been fighting the Empire, many of these people had been living in it. They had been pretending that nothing was wrong. And now that the Empire had fallen, they intend to keep pretending that nothing was wrong. They had not felt the boot heel of the Empire on their necks, and so they didn't mind if it fell on others. The Galactic Civil War had been merely a shift in power that didn't affect them. Said another way, Leia noticed that the only people on the cruise ship that is actually a hotel that you just can't leave for $8,000 were a bunch of rich people. (laughs) And what do we do with the rich? We eat them. Munch, munch. Maybe there won't be quite so many engines on that ship when this is all over. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe there's Maybe a good not. reason why seven out of the six out of the 13 engines aren't going to work later. <laughs> um, Leia does recognize like a couple people that she knows either sympathize with the rebels or like help them via like siphoning some money or giving some intel like down the line, but no one who was actually in danger of like their position being compromised or of their health being compromised by death. And she really thinks about like how many people there actually cared about the outcome of the war. And like, this is just a fun vacay. And would they still be here if the cruise was celebrating the victory of the empire, which the answer is yes. Uh, Yeah. It's a little too real, Beth. I'm not going to lie. It's a little too real. Uh, Leia, do- oh, Leia can tell that Captain Daddy is clearly no fan of the Empire, and he's being really careful with both the things he says and the things he's not saying and the things he's not not saying. Uh, and his speech resonates with her, reminding her why he decided, why she decided to marry <laughs> Han to, dis- to capture this moment in time. Um, I do, like, I horror people, but it did make me think of, like, somebody being like a moment of silence for the queen 
rip, I guess. This book's hitting a little hard after certain uh, world events that have happened. It's a little too real, Beth. Um, Han would really like a proper drink, but of course Leia now has a line of people coming over to speak with her, and they're all fake smiling, except Leia, and some of them don't even know her. They just know that she's important and want to bask. Uh, a young Pantoran woman, there you go, Saf, uh, comes I'm so up to them. About that. I remember she came out. I was like, I was like, Rio Chuchi. It's not. It's not Chuchi. Isn't so Rio Chuchi dead? I mean, worse no, time. More know. egregious timeline discrepancies have happened in Star Wars. It's true. Chuchi can still be around. They haven't time traveling. I Rio thought Chuchi. she died sure. on screen, but I know her. She's fine. She's it's alive. It's been a while since She's I watched fine. the Clone Wars. Like, She's okay. fine, Saf says so confidently. <laughs> well, I mean, She's okay, still living, which time... is what people often say about people who are alive and living. I'm pretty sure <laughs> the last fine. time we see her is during, is when they decide to execute Ahsoka. She's in the background. <laughs> oh, she's just watching, huh? Yep. Yeah, I guess so. She's fine. They needed some uh, senators there, so they put Chuchi in. Okay, well, this Pantoran is named Riola Kivan. And she's the ship's quartermaster. But during this journey, she'll be Han and Leia's personal personal attache on the Halcyon. Han immediately asks where their cabin is. <laughs> um, Riola explains that they have one of the best suites on the ship. As Han looks for the turbo lifts, a slender man. Oh, I was a little drunk when I wrote this. <laughs> a, a, slender, a slender man calls for Leia's attention. And he has a little girl with him who actually adores Leia. <laughs> the man also has a slender cam. <laughs> I don't know why the camera had to be described as being slender. Okay? There was a lot was. of slender in these chapters. <laughs> And after he takes their picture, Leia kneels to talk with the girl, and the girl whispers that her mom was at Yavin. Yikes. Oh, boy. Hi! Uh, at that, Han immediately dips, and <laughs> he's like, no one wants to talk to me anyway, I'm gonna go, um, and just walks away, and instead of the turbo lift, he ends up in Disney's Galaxy Edge's Cruise Line Starlight Lounge presented by Gatorade. <laughs> Is that a real thing? Did they really get presented by Gatorade? I don't actually know if it's presented by Gatorade, but that's what I We're wanted at the it. time. It might as well it's, be. It's presented by something. Well, it's like I was trying to think of all the things around like Disney parks, and it's like presented by Tropicana, presented by Coca-Cola. So I'm like, Gatorade's really not Gatorade. that far off. It is a subsidiary of Coca-Cola. Yeah. So oh yeah, it totally is. I mean, like, I hate that, but also. I already, I'm wearing my fucking Coke written Orbish yeah. like shirt today. I would buy a Gatorade written in Orbish shirt. Oh, I absolutely, as long as it was red or blue. Um, I mean, I say I would buy, like I would wait for someone at a hotel lobby at a con to get one. Ooh, what if, okay, but what if, what if in the Disney's Galaxy Edge Cruise Starlight Lounge presented by Gatorade, mm-hmm. they had like, you know how in Vegas you can get those like really long like slushy margarita cups that are like Holy a shit. yard long? What if they had those but like lightsaber shaped? And oh my God. that's like a souvenir lightsaber sippy cup. Um, just an idea, Disney. You can use that. Uh, I, I've okay. In an attempt to look to see who sponsors the 
ch- uh, Halcyon or whatever, mm-hmm. I have come across an article that's like all the exclusive merchandise. And it's horrifying. It's like bad jewelry and like shitty Star Wars costumes. Well, yeah, it's a cruise. <laughs> I know. Like good jewelry on a cruise. I know. I'm just. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> it just uh, made me a little sad. Two thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I was I googling. And I need to get off this page for the sake of my mental health. It's Powerade that is this. That is Coca-Cola. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, fuck Gatorade. yeah. I should have known that. Gatorade we fucking make that shit here. Oh, yeah. well, oh, I like Gatorade better than Powerade. So I actually, that's... I prefer Powerade. I just forgot that it existed oh. and thought the Gatorade was Powerade. No, <laughs> that's a plus one in the in the in the Pepsi column for me. That's the one yeah. win they have. That's um, the one win they have. <laughs> also, Mountain Dew Code Red. Um, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> oh, one day uh, when I come to America, five. I need to try that. You need to, yeah, we need to make sure I try that. Yeah. Take um, you to the Mecca of Taco Bell rip. so you can get a Mountain yep. Dew Look, it's, it's important Dew. to have goals in life. Rip to and Mountain Dew Live Wire, which was actually very good. It was like the orange Mountain Dew. Didn't it have oh. like extra caffeine and that's it why they did. called it that? Yes, it did. And this was like when I was a teen. <laughs> And hanging out with gamers. So, ah, uh, yeah, yep, that's the game. We drink. played DDR all night. Um, <laughs> oh, like I was hanging out with gamers. We played as if, DDR. As if I don't currently hang out with gamers. Um, but I wanted them. I thought that they were cool. Yeah, did you? Oh, Meg, it's nice I want to know what you think of them. I wanted to impress them and have them like me, which is not something that I. Yeah, needed. how'd that go for you, Meg? Really bad. I mean, it worked, but also it went very poorly. Meg, I think it worked, but also they were gamers. Also, I think I think they brought it back, Meg. <gasps> Holy shit! What did they bring it back? Oh my god, there it is. Oh my god, spots is... with orange. Well, okay, we have another thing that I need to try when I get over store there. locator. I will absolutely hate it because I fucking hate orange, but uh, I, I love orange soda. Um, oh my God. Okay, this is, I can't go into this rabbit so hole of so Mountain Dew flavors. Mountain Dew, what is the little R in the circle? Reserved? Game fuel reserved. That mm. is a tab on this website. It's been trademarked. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Uh, there's apparently a <laughs> wine bottle that's good luck when you rub it when you go in. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta you just gotta rub it up a little bit. Just gotta rub up the bottle a little yep. bit. Uh the no, bartender Solo just rubbing it up before. <laughs> they say it works with the captain too. Uh I would try it. Anyway, the bartender <laughs> makes Han a drink and he's very surprised that it's actually good because it's like really and sparkly and glittery and has a lot of stuff in it. Uh, but that bartender is a full mixologist and knows what they're doing. My guy, sometimes the prettiest drinks are the tastiest drinks. For sure. And, uh, but the Hot, drink probably costs- Lando knows that. Lando knows a fruity cocktail can rock. Yeah. Um, but the drink probably costs like $500 and you can't even take the ice cream container home. So like, who cares? Uh, it's served in an ice cream container. <laughs> You know that really exclusive drink at, at on the Halcyon in the Starlight Lounge 
that they oh, were. Oh right, were yeah, it's in about. the Star Wars it's, ice cream container. It's in yeah, the Star yeah. Wars. It's in the right. Little, you don't get to keep it. That's right. You don't get to keep it. That's fucked up. Um, a, the pair of ladies that Han bumped into earlier, who told him about rubbing the wine bottle, invite him to play Hollow Sabak, uh, which is worse because it's just for fun, and uh, that game. Sabak does not sound fun at all. And Han doesn't like it. And he doesn't want Sabak to be an actual game. It's supposed to be a challenge. And Han thinks that he's too rough around the edges to fit in here. But maybe he doesn't want to. <laughs> no one thought you did, Han. I love that it just so confirms that Han Solo doesn't actually like Sabak. He just has a gambling problem. <laughs> yeah. He just loves to a have challenge. enemies for a brief while. Yeah. Leia, meanwhile, is now fully in work mode and assessing the atrium as a battlefield. Leia sees a familiar face and heads over to a woman named Zoma. She knows her because she once had an affair with one of the girls in the elder houses on Alderaan, so they were at the same parties for a while. Zoma is wealthy because she is the sole inheritor of a very ash refinery, which is the place that takes the very rare, very plant and then burns it to ash to be added to adhesives which make it stronger than like steel supports or whatever uh lay can tell by the group's reactions that zoma has just been bragging about knowing leia and leia has just reinforced zoma's social credit and zoma calls her so brave and leia just kind of trails off in response (laughs) because uh she sure knows that zoma profited off of the war and honestly had nothing to lose from the empire being defeated and all of this probably wasn't even an inconvenience to her there's a weird little moment in here where she thinks about the fact that the empire like (laughs) nationalized everything like the empire nationalized services and goods and i'm like okay that's a good thing though <laughs> you're saying that like it's a bad thing but that's actually Wrong. a good thing that's the opposite of what fascism does <laughs> like you you missed the mark on that one look oh. south the number one rule of star wars is we never think too hard about what the government ideologies stand for because then we realize that mm, hmm, maybe we, america we, we might be rooting <laughs> for the wrong people bad. here maybe they're all bad yep Maybe there's no bad or good, and there are several shades in between. Right. Yep, I forgot nationalization. Nationalization is actually communism, and it's really bad. Sorry, yeah, this is written. This is written in North America. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, one of Zoma's shitty friends goes full. The moon landing isn't real, and says that his uncle said that he was on Coruscant when the Death Star two blew up, and the Empire is the Emperor is super alive. And it takes everything Leia has not to punch this fucko bucko. <laughs> Zoma eventually takes the hint and pulls her friend away from their group and makes their departure. Leia can feel both people eyes and camera eyes on her as she picks a spot to walk over to in the atrium that like doesn't have a bunch of cameras on it. She leans over display case and lets her mask slip as she admires an ancient hyperspace compass. The simplicity and straightforwardness of the compass was part of the appeal. It could tell the ship which direction to go. It couldn't provide details about the obstacles along the way, the hardships, or the distance. But if one knew where they wanted to go, the compass told the way. I can see why they're obsolete now. Yeah, symbolism, I guess. Um, (laughs) 
oops, a really terrible couple <laughs> uh, ends up behind Leia, probably on purpose. And they talk about how awful it is that she's there. Apparently, the so woman's son. Totally one of those like, oh, oh, you're right. I'm so sorry. I did not realize you were standing right there as I was loudly conversing about you. Right. As I was loudly talking about how uh, the woman's son died on the Death Star. And she is accusing Leia of being terrible because she killed all those people and now she's just off on a vacation. That's how that's how uh, fascist all the best war heroes is that they they get people killed and then the people's family get really mad. Yep. Leia, like, listen. It's your not son like the wouldn't... Empire destroyed an entire planet or anything. Yeah. Also, your son wouldn't have died if he wasn't fucking on the Death Star. So maybe think about that. <laughs> on something called the Death Star. <laughs> um, like, you're, you're wealthy. I assume he had options about what he wanted to do in life uh, because you're wealthy. And he probably didn't have to enlist. He was probably an officer and chose that life so fuck you uh leia keeps pretending to examine the display case and doesn't tend to confront them or make a scene she understands that she has enemies and she understands why she has enemies and she can accept that still it hurts but she focuses on the compass to remind herself to stay the course and find a path through the black han goes up to the bartender and they give him the name licks who works on the bridge but Beth, i didn't we need to have a conversation i didn't realize till i said it out loud oh. yeah it didn't it didn't occur to me till you said it out loud either captain dicto licks dicto licks that dicto oh god who works on the bridge yeah okay okay uh and but sometimes you can find her in the engineering room han immediately heads that way after leaving a nice fat tip uh, which you should all be like Han Solo and leave a tip in country in countries and places in which tipping is expected. Amazing that uh, Star Wars could be anything and yet they still have to leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> the engineering room is two floors down, but Han is stopped in his tracks by looking at a large dining room called the Crown of Corellia. Han is like, what fucking crown? Corellia fucking sucks. And we get a nice little Kira name drop here, but it still sucks. The engineering room door is propped open with a tiny screwdriver. <laughs> and Han finds a group there of a human, a Saran, and a Lasat. Oh, I said it right this time. Uh, it was the human who left the door open in case anyone wanted to join. The other two are annoyed. Again, I have to bring up the fact this is the engineering room and they keep talking about how there are 13 engines <laughs> um, and it was propped <laughs> open with a screwdriver. Uh, Han has internal Sabak dialogue that I absolutely glazed over. This is now the third book in a row that we have read that has had a Sabak playing scene that we've had to read people playing cards. <laughs> I still don't know anything about Sabak. No, and I refuse to. I at this point it's a point of pride that I don't understand Sabak. As it should be. I've played it. I could not tell you how to play the game, but I have in fact played it. Oof. Lix offers some Hatiz liquor and Han declines, feeling sour about it. Meza, the Lasat, 
tries it and is rudely proven that Han was right that it's fucking gross. Lix has found the Boganoga in story. <laughs> the Boganoga. <laughs> Which does, to be fair, sound like a hot name. It sounds like a hot liquor. I'm, like, no. you're going to get some Boganoga at this party? Like, mm-hmm. it sounds like a party drink, right? It's like, um, what Is was that the Star Wars Four Loco? It's like Four Loco, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to get some Boganoga? <laughs> it's the Four Loco. It's going to kill you. Um, and... <laughs> Oh boy, where am I? And apparently the ship was briefly owned by the huts and used as a traveling casino in order to avoid the fees and taxes. Did no one fully clear this ship? Has it transferred ownership? Why were there still not. stuff from the huts on this ship? <laughs> they were too focused on their 13 engines. I guess. Oh. Kalad the human is not there to play cards. He, in fact, sucks at this game. He just came to look at the 13 engines. He's really into inventions and seeing how people do things differently and find solutions that aren't common. Surprise! He's a contract worker with the Empire, and he was really going places. In fact, he designed the upgraded tractor beams the Empire needed after too many people figured out how to break free of them. Cool, cool guy. Great. Han and Chewie were some of those people. <laughs> in fact, it's instant, like if you if you kind of like pay attention, I've read a lot of the EU and stuff like that. Like it's very obvious that it's Han and Chewie have done this move before, um, and Luke has done it in some uh, some of the Legends books. Like this is a very known rebellion move, um, and. Oh boy, Meza is also very upset hearing about this because Lasats are famously also enemies of the Empire, much like Wookiees. And Kalad complains about never getting credit for it that Urso got it instead. Which means that this guy is fucking lying about his shit, honestly, because Urso has been dead for a while. So like, dude, you need to chill the fuck out. Well, he still hates Galen Urso. So. He's like, how like Urso won this award and I didn't win it 10 years later? I mean, three years. Three, four years. Yeah. yeah. That's but enough. like, we know that the, the that they've been using this trick during the original trilogy. Yeah, that's true. It took a while. And they're like, oh, we're still Galen Urso. Yeah, rest we're still in peace in the stars. love Galen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he definitely and died then- on a planet. Not in the stars, but you know, listen, they don't know I that. Mean, I'm just being a dick for no reason. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> they covered up his betrayal at that yeah. planet it they was were like, on. Edo. Galen or so that loyal to the end. So Imperial. loyal. The crate yeah. of our Death Star, so loyal. No one ever betrays <laughs> the Empire. <laughs> he for oh. sure did not do that and inadvertently caused the destruction of the Death Star. Nope, not at all. Not, not I have one. no idea what you're talking about. Nope. <laughs> The Death uh, Star is still alive and well. Yeah. You know what? You know what? The, <laughs> the only person fine and alive and well. You know what? The only person who would know that was Krennic, and Krennic got fucking. Krennic's fucking dead. Yeah. Krennic got fucking Death Starred. <laughs> Krennic got directly Death Starred in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Direct. Right in the face. Oh. 
<laughs> Before it could probably turn into a fight, I really want to watch Rogue One now. They're interrupted by an Ugnaught engineer who tries to tell them to leave, but it's four against one, so he fully dips. Four against one, they've got a fucking Lasat with them. Right. Um, and Han prompts them to continue playing because now he's determined to take all of Kalad's money. <laughs> the, the fucking idiot. Yeah. He's so dumb. Um, listeners, I do want you to know uh, that 99% of the time I try to say Lasat, I say Lestat instead. <laughs> like the vampire Lestat. <laughs> It sure makes for some confusing conversations. The whole planet of Lestats. Oh, yeah, the whole planet of Lestats. Just Stuart Townsend in leather pants. Like, I don't it was know. a great planet. It was one right. of the wonders of the galaxy. Yeah, it truly was. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Uh, Riola escorts Leia to her cabin and tries to engage her about the vacation, but Leia is again fully in work mode and asks to see the the ship's route and asks about the pauses in hyperspace. She also agrees to have an interview with Captain Daddy in the morning. Riola explains that they're to showcase the galaxy's natural beauty, including a meteor storm near the Esavaya system that produces a brilliant array of colors. She mentions that the Chindrilla Starline has ships suitable for a variety of species, including one specifically for underwater species, because some, like Mon Calamari, have additional photoreceptors in their eyes and that make the display even better because they can see a depth of colors that other beings cannot. And I just you got Mon Cal- This this book really is for Meg. They're like, we got a whole ship for Mon Cal. <laughs> you got Mon more Mon Cal lore, Ewoks. I got like a Moncala sea monster. I got Ewoks galore. I got a call in return with the Ewoks. Like I'm you got ready. a Captain Daddy. I got a Captain Daddy. Um, I this, love this for you. This is really feeding me very well. Thank you, Beth. Um, let's see. Uh, Leia actually never considered that there could be physiological differences that could change people's perceptions and lives. <laughs> And not just sociological ones. There's also a little moment here where she's like, oh, what's this little red warning? And uh, Riola's like, ah, it's just, you know, where the meteor might hit the ship. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's not going to hit one of the 13 engines. We have shields. It'll be fine. We would never put you in danger. The ship is unsinkable. This sounds a lot like the Titanic. (laughs) really shape it up to be a titanic issue <laughs> uh the chart says that they're going near the Languin system <laughs> uh Languin <laughs> like penguin <laughs> yep spoiler alert they're going to an ice planet <laughs> yeah it's either Languin or Languin and i like Languin better <laughs> Linguini. Languin's better Linguini. <laughs> Luigi system. <laughs> Luigi. Wah. 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 <laughs> the Waluigi system. A planet full of Luigis and Waluigis. Okay. Oh, the, no. the stream of consciousness that just happened there to get us from the language system <laughs> to a planet full of Waluigis <laughs> is hilarious. Especially because you can get language to Luigi very quickly, but we still diverted up to penguins first before we swung back around. <laughs> 
I said, Luigi is not going to be my first thought. <laughs> we share one brain cell and it ping ponged back and forth. <laughs> uh, but don't worry, they still have excursions out to the Luigi system. Leia is disappointed because that's where the Maudor's moon is. And she was still hoping to do a goodwill mission and create an alliance there. Oh, you're on your fucking What am I supposed to do on my honeymoon now? She, Leia fully starts spiraling about how <laughs> this is going to mean that the New Republic is never going to get fuel and like it's just going to crumble right now because she's not able to go do this like goodwill alliance mission. And it's like, Leia. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to stop right now. Leia has you never need, chilled a day down. in her life. She does not intend to start now. Yeah. I love Leia, but her sense of self-importance right now is driving me insane. Truly. Uh Riola but also, notices. Oh, but also, there are so many people constantly around her stressing how important she specifically is. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. Uh Riola notices her question about more doors. And tells her Mordor. 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 Um, Here we go again. <laughs> and tells her the prime minister. Sorry, I'm just thinking like website. Website had tweeted like, "Oh, that is Sealdor," and I'm like, "Yeah, Princess Soldier." <laughs> I had the exact same thought. Yeah, oh, immediately. Yeah. When they when they said in Rings of Power, when they said a Sealdor, I was like, "What?" Yeah, spoiler alert, listeners, but we're getting a princess or a courtship of Princess Leia origin story on Amazon Prime right now, and it's epic. Hell, hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was really confused for about five minutes there. Oh my god. The origin it's of the Hapes royal family. I was like, I is Middle Earth actually Hapes? Middle Earth is Hapes. I literally had to Google a Sildor to understand who they were talking about. I was how so confused. Okay, how the fuck did I, was I the one person who knew what they were talking about because I had just seen Lord of the Rings? Well, you answered, you answered the, the question Rings. in the sentence. I didn't pay attention to anything in Lord of the Rings, and I still knew what they were talking about. You weren't, listen, Courtship of Princess Podrid was before you were on as a host, so it was not ingrained in you <laughs> that Sealdor <laughs> is the crowd prince of the Hapy system. <laughs> <laughs> we're but it, poisoning the brain. It's truly. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Ash, you're a few years behind the rest of us as far as like how much your brain has been poisoned by this experience. Yeah. I'll get there someday. You'll, you're so close. <laughs> yeah, you'll catch up real there. fast. Uh, Riola tells her that Leia has a, pri- a message from the Prime Minister from Mordor, 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 uh, and Leia is very excited because she didn't expect a response from anyone yet. She also assumed that this could be good news because if the prime minister didn't want to talk to her he would just like ignore the message like i do good all the time saying, with my work emails uh part of her wants to steal a shuttle and go but she does feel the tiniest bit guilty about it she's on her honeymoon not a mission or is she <laughs> my god what a cliffhanger <laughs> i want to say Han and Leia spent like 30 minutes together in the atrium and then immediately split off to <laughs> exactly. do their own shit. Han is playing cards in like a boiler room. Yeah, and Leia's and Leia's... like, hmm, I've got two diplomatic missions, but maybe I could squeeze a third in too. <laughs> Are there any widows that need to be mourned over here? Yeah, what, else, what can I do over here? Um, 
So again, this is why Han and Leia make such a good couple is because they really balance each other out. (laughs) (laughs) Because Han would not be like, we're not going, we're not going to the martyr system. We are not going to the martyr system. And Leia would be like, stop gambling play hollow sabak um but play a game for fun they both wandered off and they both are doing their own things so that's where they fucked up you fucked up great honeymoon (laughs) they're doing great (laughs) don't worry it's fine because you can't actually escape the hotel um, that's the thing they're gonna have to learn in their marriage is not to be so fiercely independent Yeah. yeah 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 Good luck. Little independence in a relationship or a lot of independence oh, in a relationship is good. Absolutely. You should all have your own interests. You should have your own hobbies. Like all of your friend group doesn't need to be the same. Like those things are very healthy. But this is 30 minutes into your honeymoon. Yeah, and Leia's about to steal a shuttle. Leia's about to steal a shuttle to go broker a fuel trade <laughs> agreement. Like <laughs> Han's about to kill someone down in the engineering room. <laughs> so like Leia, they both need to set some work boundaries. Han, Han and Le- and uh, Han and the vampire Lestat are about to kill a human. <laughs> like I don't know. You both need to work on this. They need to work on it so bad. Yeah. This is just painful. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm just glad that, oh, I was watching, um, sorry, sorry to bump in the heath, but uh, I've been watching the Clone Wars with Damon and we're getting to like stuff with uh, Dathomir and I was like, did you know that in the expanding universe, Han owns Dathomir? (laughs) (laughs) Fun fact, he kidnaps Leia and takes her there to marry her. Fun fact, he uses the gun of command. (laughs) Fun fact, he won it in a Savak match. (laughs) And did they? I love, I love they did not know that, uh, hmm. which is a surprise because I feel like I should have told them all that before. Um, it is always fun having someone who doesn't know Star Wars very well and then just dropping a fun fact about the Legends universe on them. It's always priceless. It's always great. Fun fact, Legends Boba Fett doesn't believe in premarital <laughs> sex or drug use. Or drug use. Yeah. <laughs> or drug use. <laughs> Boba Fett fun fact, sucks Fett gets Legends. taken over by the Braze. Fun, fun fact. fact. Legends Boba Fett is the least fun character to hang out with in real life. He also trains Janna Solo. Yes. About as, Jedi shit. Yes. As kind of like, uh, uh, as kind of like to make up for the fact her dad in Carbonite. Oh sorry about that That's one his time. way of paying reparations. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Yeah, Boba Fett, thing. a famous, a famous force user. Yeah, he teaches her about, Jedi. he teaches he her just, about Jedi shit. A fully adult Jaina yes. Solo. And not sh- <laughs> this is a like, Jaina Solo who's already gone through her Jedi training. She's full Ben, like, sort of the Jedi. Like, this is full adult Jaina Solo. Oh, the Expanded Universe is something else. It's bad. Those were bad books. That, that's the equivalent <laughs> of, like, me, a full-on atheist agnostic, going up to, like, the child of one of my Muslim friends that I bullied in high school and being like, let me teach you about the Muslim faith as a way to make up for the fact that I was mean to your parents in high school. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? And also, who are you? (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to New Jedi Order Padron in 20 years, you know? No. (laughs) (laughs) 
the fun the thing goes though this is not a new jedi order this is like legacy of the force or like the ones that come after new jedi order oh yeah you're right no this is it's worse (laughs) those all of those books are bad speaking of bad books should we do some listener questions yep yes last week we asked write three po's best man speech that we missed two of you promised to make us cry i did uh i fucked up i I had the i had the i had the google docs doc open this entire time uh but my my general idea was to write something that was in the vein of 3po's final final speech in uh rise of skywalker where he like like, talks about everything they've done together she talks about everything they've done together and like how he loves them so much and how he watched leia grow up and all that shit um and then han's like oh fuck maybe i shouldn't be so mean to this guy (laughs) but then continues to but then, but then says something at the it. end that undoes yeah. all of that. Trippio yeah. says something real dumb right at the end and yeah. it fucks it all up. Um, but yeah, it's really, it's a really beautiful moment of like, I'm so happy to be here with all my friends. You know. Aww. Heartwarming. Um, I'm sorry, I used up all of my emotions uh, for the D&D game I ran <laughs> on Saturday. Uh, but uh, now I'm going to say that 3PO like gets up and like makes a big deal that like he does have this like 10 page speech prepared but as soon as he gets up there he it's just like <laughs> that pre-recording baby crying <laughs> <laughs> for like five solid minutes <laughs> he's just so <laughs> overwhelmed with emotions uh, because these are like his two humans that he rescued um, and they're they're in love and he brought them together. It's really a speech about him. And you could read more yeah. in my autobiography. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a pitch for 3PO's autobiography. <laughs> I think my answer is that 3PO gets up and starts giving his speech and it's like a really really sweet speech but he just short circuits because his droid brain can't process that level of emotion and he just like shuts down and can't finish the speech just like a lot of people i know yeah maybe that's gonna be all of us (laughs) i'm great at wedding speeches well, good because you're all preparing speeches. <laughs> you think I'm preparing uh, a speech, Meg? I don't prepare a single talk. I will get up there and I will. Is say this how you break the news to us? Yeah, you're all preparing speeches. Why no, are we all preparing speeches for my wedding? Why are we giving speeches at your wedding? Because I want you to. <laughs> okay, I mean that's fine. I just didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> you can listen. You can all do individual speeches, or you can do like a group presentation. Oh, we're gonna do, we're gonna do a group dramatic reading. We're gonna do. Oh my god. We're yes. gonna do a mini live episode. <laughs> Great. <laughs> just like the funeral. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a preview of our funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Me at the end, like, hey, subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you didn't get a wedding gift, please subscribe to the. Patreon. <laughs> Like and subscribe. Leave us a review. Oh, please put that on your wedding website. <laughs> In lieu of gifts, please subscribe to our Patreon. We really want to get to the point where Seth has to watch Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. <laughs> That's Meg's wedding gift is I finally have to watch Empire. Is that we finally have to watch Empire Strikes Back? <laughs> wow. Danny, did you answer? Danny answered I answered last week. week. Okay. So Danny's too good for us. Okay. I, I said that um, 
he would get up and prepare to do something really emotional and Han would say, all right, shut it down yeah. <laughs> immediately. We're not doing this. Nope. Doing this. I said that he would copy and paste best hits off the internet and tell lots of made up <laughs> stories about Han and 3PO and their other frat bros, like getting into shenanigans together. Love it. What a time. What a that wild time. time that we had. <laughs> uh, Jay said 3PO would attempt to tell a story about how he knew Han from the days of the rebellion and Han would always turn him off and then say something cheesy about how true love is never a turn off. <laughs> you. Come <laughs> on. Danny, not this Danny, listener Danny, said, 3PO is invited up to translate Chewbacca's best man speech for everyone who doesn't understand Shrewook, but he woefully misunderstands the offer. He begins melodramatically with, a princess from a planet, tragically destroyed, and a criminal with a checkered past. And it only gets more cringy from there. When he's finished, he pauses contemplatively and says, truthfully, I've served Mistress Leia and her family for as long as I can remember. And maybe, R2 wonders, the memory wipe from so many years ago slips for a moment. And in, in that time, few days have been as joyful as this one. It has been a joy and a pleasure to watch the two of you fall in love. Thank you sincerely. Or something else very sweet and unexpectedly not annoying. Aww. Aww. Yeah. The little watching moment hit me hot. What do you think R2 and 3PO's wedding was like? Right. <laughs> Absolute chaos. DJ Rex was there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dylan said 3PO makes sure he includes sound effects in his best man speech so long as there so there's a long segment where every other sentence is punctuated by the sound of the falcon failing to jump to <laughs> <laughs> So rude. <laughs> He has so many shit breaking down sounds. Yeah. And Ben Warman said, I think 3PO would get up to give a speech and both Han and Leia would roll their eyes, expecting it to be a long-winded ramble. But what he says is extremely heartfelt about how much he's loved working for Leia over the years and how much excitement knowing Han has given him. At the end, Han is the first one to start clapping as everyone gives him a standing ovation. Aww. He gets a slow love clap this. from Han. I love this just ended up being compliment 3PO hour. We yeah. love 3PO. We love 3PO. We love 3PO. We also got a late answer from last last week's question, which was how would Han have proposed if he had been able to plan it? And Emily said, I can't think of anything more Han than blurting out, marry me. Like Mm -hmm. maybe he tracked down a ring from Alderaan and it was burning a hole in his pocket. So he was just like, marry me as she's braiding her hair the next morning. Also, I'd like to answer the previous listener question. We're going way back in time here. Hell yeah, we are. I don't remember what that question was, but I'm about <laughs> to read the answer. I want revenge on the uh, the revenge. <laughs> the revenge yeah, question. Yeah. <laughs> I want revenge on the paperwork reduction act, which does not work and makes civil servants cry in the regular. Oh. This sounds like a therapy situation. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think this is I think I actually think this is a rare case of both. This is just yeah, yeah like it therapy. absolutely both and <laughs> like yeah, so civil servants really do need to have things that make their jobs easier. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't make but it also harder. you gotta work out that. <laughs> I I think we can only award one glistening bodhi this week, and I think it goes to C3PO. I think it does mm-hmm. go to C-3PO. Oh my yeah. god, 3PO. A rare one. instance of an in-universe character earning themselves a glistening body. <laughs> we, love, we love three C-3PO. We love you, 3PO. Yeah. We love you, 3PO. Really Here's do. to a good one. Wow, it makes it sound like he's dead. <laughs> 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 the I mean, have you seen him lately? Yes. 
I wish he was dead. I wish he died in Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> I thought it would have been a more impactful moment. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it would have been, but I also don't like hearing that you. Would Meg just me. looked at me like I wanted like, to be C-3PO fair, to die. That's without the context, without the context, that was a very terrifying <laughs> thing for you to have said. Yeah, yeah. I honestly <laughs> want three C-3PO to die, and I was like, wait. <laughs> We've what? just been nice to him this whole time. I thought you only hated Mon Mothma. Uh, this week Mon Mothma's off the shit list now. It's just it's, it's just three PO. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week we're asking you what other places in the galaxy far, far away have corporate sponsorships we aren't aware of, and what are they? Oh boy, I Thinking love corporate about this. sponsorships. Yeah. Like the the Moss Isley Cantina brought to you by Bud. <laughs> it would be brought to you by Bud. <laughs> and it would be brought even to you by it. Miller Lite. It wouldn't even spell out Budweiser. It would just be Bud. <laughs> Three okay, but Bud it's the Light Limeritas. This is a throwback to Tuesdays. I think the nineties. Well, you remember the Bud commercials where it was just the frogs and just go Bud. Why? It's, so it's like that, but it's yeah. like Gorgs, right? <laughs> I actually love that. <laughs> I'm going for a bit of a weird one here, but uh you? It's that it's that fucking ring station that Mando goes to in the book of Boba Fett. It's sponsored by the Halo TV show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's so Not many the level layers here. Yeah, <laughs> the, the TV show. Saf just created the most cursed listener response for herself somehow. <laughs> yeah, I made something that I would personally hate. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> that fully sucks. Grogu's robe sponsored by Fisher Price. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oshkosh Bagosh. <laughs> no, it's Bagosh. Oshkosh. <laughs> No! No! The gosh, Oshkosh! The Jedi Temple sponsored by Lockheed Martin. Oh, God! <laughs> Not prepared for that. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Um, anyway, Trioculus's Braze Factory was sponsored by Amazon. <laughs> I think we all know. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm just saying we don't know that Jeff Bezos doesn't have a third eye. <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, that man is bald and we've seen all sides of his head. I haven't. <laughs> I don't know why I said unfortunately. <laughs> Like, I don't really care either way. It makes it easier. What do you to mean, unfortunately? Yeah, it helps to debunk this terrible theory. <laughs> Very fortunately, <laughs> Jeff Bezos is probably not Trioculus. <laughs> you heard it here first, or one of those. If he was, if he was one of them, Amazon would probably fail miserably, and the world would probably be better off. So. I just thought. I just <laughs> I just thought of the branding like the very like bright colored branding 
for the Try Guys, but it's Triculus and Triclops. <laughs> Just going out there and trying a bunch of stuff. God, if they had a YouTube channel. Oh my God. Okay. Oh, I love that. We had a, a late breaking listener response that just came in. Uh, yes, I see it. Brooke said, 3PO like me does not prepare a best man speech <laughs> in time. He spends his allotted minute bickering with R2 about what he should say before Han just turns him off. <laughs> <laughs> I like that little throat in bit there, like me. <laughs> we, got like some, we got some storytelling in there. Or, or that he does prepare something elaborate, but then R2 like interrupts him every like sentence to like correct him and then he gets into that argument and then it just never gets back off on the rails wow i wonder what that's like i um my my <laughs> best i've given a few wedding speeches my best wedding speech story was i mean at my sister's wedding me and my father were the only people who prepared speeches and everybody else just fucking fumbled it for an hour and then we got up there and gave speeches and everybody started crying uh that reminds Amazing. me of the episode of rogue padron on which it was Heath's baby shower and Danny read a piece of mail about like your car being recalled. Oh, yeah. And I wrote a two-page letter like on actual stationery. And you were like, and, and you want me to give a speech at your wedding? Absolutely. Yeah. I got, I'm gonna start collecting mail now, see if I can find the best one. Please, please do. Oh, all right, all right, glisteners. (laughs) You can answer this week's glister question. (laughs) You still remember it? Uh, On Twitter (laughs) at Rogue Podron. Our website is roguepodron.com. Our email is roguepodron at gmail.com. You you can subscribe to our Patreon uh, to support Meg's wedding. I guess (laughs) (laughs) none of it is actually. To be clear, no money is actually going to that. None of it's going to the wedding. It's, you know, I should it's to support wedding. getting Saf over to the America. Yeah, so that yeah. Meg can ditch her honeymoon and come record podcasts with us instead. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our Patreon is patreon.com slash roguepodron. Uh, so subscribe to us on your favorite podcatcher, I guess, if you haven't already. Uh, leave us a review, please. We like them. We're really hungry. It's been a while. We're so hungry. All right, next time, Two Princess, Two Scoundrel, chapters 19 through 24. Will Han and Leia actually see each other at some point? (laughs) I don't know. We'll find out. And with that, this is Rogapodrid signing off. Pash out. Wait, stop pewing. We got one more answer. Sorry, they're salmon. There's what? <laughs> it's salmon, I guess. Maya's cooking salmon because she thought we were done recording. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, could she not cook salmon before we're done recording? 
you know that we can't smell what's happening at your apartment, right? But can you hear it? Because it's very loud to me. No, I can't. Nah, you're good. Oh. Thus well. the confusion when you scream, <laughs> there's salmon. <laughs> yeah, salmon. We can't very record loud. anymore. There's salmon. It's very loud to me. <laughs> Maya just picks up the salmon and throws it. I was, being, I was trying to be considerate about the audio, okay? Not anyway, even. X-Wings in history said, listen to response, I'm not sure what 3PO's speech would be, but halfway through, he would realize he's not talking about Han and Leia, but about his relationship with R2. Aww. He would just fall silent mid-sentence, stay quiet for a full minute, then walk off stage in a daze. Aww. That's real cute. Yeah. I'm That's glad, real cute. I'm glad that the salmon didn't stop us from hearing this response. <laughs> <laughs> the salmon tried. It tried. The salmon gave it its best shot. <laughs> Trying to be thoughtful. I love that because it reminds me of again the same my favorite TV wedding from Brooklyn Nine Nine (laughs) of Gina's dad and Charles' mom and Holt just saying what he wished was said at his uh, at his wedding Um, and that just makes me that makes that hits me right where I live. Oh, okay. End of episode. Search. The fucking C3PO and A2D2 ship tag on AO3. I want to know about find. some of the tags on those. Yeah, nothing but quality there. Egregious. C3PO R2D2 also tagged inappropriate use of the force. <laughs> I found I found I found an explicit one. No. That didn't take long. <laughs> it, it never does. does. I scrolled down like five pics and found it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I might have to research these. Uh... Research, these? yeah. <laughs> I have to research these for the lulls. 